let us pray. Gracious loving God, we give you thanks. We give you thanks uh, for this chance to hear from you. We give you thanks for the gift of your word. Uh, we give you thanks that it is eternal truth. God, guide us that we may hear the truth in it. In Jesus' most holy name we pray. Amen. Amen. Good evening, friends, and welcome to a, a remarkably on-time edition of Scripture Talk. Yes. Uh, it, yeah, we were talking immediately before going live. That Yeah, it's been a minute since we've actually been... We've all been in the studio every week. It's just what day of the week. This is a Monday <laughs> show. Like, my whole life is built around, like, show on Monday, worship on Wednesday, theology and tap on Thursday, worship on Sunday. This is the rhythm, and, and Tuesday is for meetings when I have them, right? This is the entire rhythm of my life. And so when you don't get to record a show on Monday, I'm like, what are we going to do? My entire life is... It's broken. It throws everything off, really, as far as how the the rhythm of it runs. Right. So I went to the Dylan. This is a total tangent. So uh, Sydney was complaining about something this morning, and I was like, yes, but like, what is truth? And she looked at me and went, shut up, Dylan. (laughs) (laughs) So this this character I made for VBS is slowly taking over my entire life. He's just, he's so good. And all I ever hear when I hear John chapter one is I hear Dylan. And the beginning was the word. And the word was with God. And the word was God. Dude. Dude. Yeah. Just can't get away from the Dylan. Anyways, I'm Pastor Trey Comstock. With me as ever it's Sister Brandy Dudley. <laughs> Pastor Scott Ketchot. Um, and keep Stacy uh, in your prayers. He yeah. is under uh, the weather, um, and so we pray that he gets well soon. Um, and it is interesting uh, that I bring up uh, John chapter 1, uh, because we are actually just jumping to the very next chapter. We are doing... Two. John chapter 2. My favorite. Uh, we my are doing uh, Jesus, uh, what is seen as, because this story only shows up in John, it's not always clear where these things fit together, but this is viewed as Jesus' first public miracle. It is certainly an early miracle of Jesus. Um, it involves one of my favorite interactions between Jesus and Mary. Um, anyways, it is a John chapter 1, uh, John chapter 2, verses 1 through 11. It is the wedding at Cana. On the third day, there was a wedding in Cana of Galilee, and the mother of Jesus was there. Jesus and his disciples had also been invited to the wedding. It's a very big party. Um, When the wine gave out, the mother of Jesus said to him, They have no wine. And Jesus said to her, Woman, what concern is that to you? Uh, What concern is that to you and to me? My hour has not yet come. His mother said said to the servants, Do whatever he tells you. (laughs) Jesus has at this point said no. Mary looks at the servants, do whatever he tells you. This is a great story. (laughs) Now, standing there were six stone water jars for the Jewish rites of purification, each holding 20 or 30 gallons. Jesus said said to them, fill the jars with water. And they filled them up to the brim. He said to them, now draw some out and take it to the chief steward. So they took it. When the steward tasted the water that had become wine, when the steward tasted the water that had become wine and did not know where it came from, though the servants had drawn, drawn, drawn the water new, the steward called the bridegroom and said to him, everyone serves the good wine first and then the inferior wine after the guests have become drunk. But you have kept the good wine until now. Not sure what it says about him. Uh, Jesus, Jesus did this did this, the first sign in Canaan of Galilee, and revealed his glory, and his disciples believed in him. This is a farce, right? Like, this is a really funny scripture. I'm not saying it isn't true. I'm just saying it's really funny, because you have this, like, 
like wonderful like mother and 30 year old son right interact like a very normal interaction for a mother and 30 year old son hi you know they've run out of wine how is that my problem mother this is not my party it's, it's just and she just brushes him away and says do what he tells you and jesus because he honors his father and his mother uh-huh. just does it but see mary, mary i love it because it's funny because she couldn't say it boy who are you talking to? She didn't need to. <laughs> she, she kept for cool and said, y'all just do whatever he said y'all to do. I'm just going to be quiet over here. <laughs> There's so much going on in this. You, you kind of see, uh, he doesn't say mom. Now, it, it isn't as disrespectful as we think when he says woman. Uh, but but he still, you, you see a difference in the relationship, as, as is with any right. adult 30-year-old yeah, and, yeah, and their mom. Jesus early 30s and, at this point. Yeah. Now, so the context here that we don't really get is, you know, this is a big social faux pas for a wedding of their day to run out of wine. Um, it, it shows not good planning on the parts of the uh, individuals who is putting it together, yeah. which could then be looked at of, oh, man, they didn't have enough wine and then forever get hear, heard of how their wedding was subpar. Oh, yeah. You also have the fact of it was kind of viewed as uh, joy. And so with the rhymes, the wine has run out. It's kind of like the joys went out. What, what's the saying? Well, it's, it's just and, a bad juju for the... And weddings were huge. Oh, right? yeah. And, and weddings are big now. But weddings were even bigger then because there weren't a lot of reasons to come together as a community. Yeah. And so this becomes this like big community bonding. You li- like but bonding ritual. You get the guest list, right? It's Jesus and Jesus' mother. And all of Jesus' disciples are at this wedding, right? Like uh, the whole community came together. And, and you know, in some ways, like you run out of wine in a modern wedding, maybe that's not the big deal, but it's like, what if you run out of cake? Right? Yeah. Like yeah. think of the thing like Wine for like some weddings, some weddings in modern day have drinking, some don't, right? If you um, have your wedding at a United Methodist Fellowship Hall, you most likely didn't drink at your wedding, for which we are very sorry. Mm. Uh, but at a modern wedding, all weddings have cake. Mm-hmm. Every wedding has a cake. And so this is what if you have come to the like everyone gets cake and there are people who are about to not get cake. That's the that's yeah. maybe an anal- a closer analogy for the social faux pas. I don't know because I like to me it's like you run out of barbecue before you run out of cake because <laughs> yeah. if you yeah, run so out of barbecue you are talked about for days. Yes. Right. Now, and in the uh, the miracle aspect of it it's it's amazing. Uh, first off you Jesus didn't need the people to do anything. No. I mean we this is God, he, you know, healed people without touching them, but sometimes he touched people. And so what we see here is him giving the servants an opportunity because the person who tasted the wine didn't know what was going on. The people who filled up a large amount like of gallons, gallons, 20, 30 gallons this, of water, right? Yeah. He, he didn't just make a little bit. He said, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to do it for everybody at the party. Yeah, it's right. a big party. So, big party. Now, it was still what they ladled up as far as the way it's written. It's still like water. So go take it to him for the taste. So you got some faith being activated here. Because imagine them of, we're about to give this thing a ladle of water. Like, what's this water? And this man's going to be like, what are you talking about? It's going to get in trouble. But we're going to get in trouble. Right? Whatever. Oh, whatever. You know, it's I'm totally telling him Jesus said to do it. I mean, I can see it. Well, well wait, but again, at this point, who is Jesus, right? Right. Yeah. He, nobody. 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 Yeah. Yeah, this is his first miracle. His first miracle. And he makes a ton of wine, and then he don't skimp on it. He makes the best wine. There's a great comment here in the chat that said, does Jesus' invitation say plus 12? Okay. Right? Like yeah. most, most people get a 
70. Most people get a plus well, 20. I guess it wasn't the 70. It yet. wasn't a 70 yet. But like, Jesus gets a, everyone else gets a plus one. Jesus gets a plus 12. Yeah, man. Um, and you know that, like, man, that we had to bring Judas to. Um, yeah, there is that. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is before everybody was so anti Judas, but well, still, yeah. He was going to come to the party too. So, well, and, and probably this is one of like we're 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 now super off on a tangent, but this is probably the weird interaction between Judas and Judas, right? Judas the betrayer and Judas the brother of Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah. if Jesus is there and Mary is there and the twelve disciples are there, you know Jude, aka Judas, is there. Um and James and James and James. There's a lot of Jameses happening in this. Um yeah. You know, all of the, all of the, like, you needed, you needed name tags with, like, Ben whatever, right? Because it's Yeshua Ben Yosef, uh, right? So yeah. you need, you know, uh, Iago Ben Yosef, uh, anyways, Iago Ben Zebedee, anyway, yeah. yeah. So, so the interesting question that I think hangs here is, okay, yes, it's here because this is his first miracle. However, why and how... Or, is the, or at least what's the purpose that his first miracle is turning water to wine? Why is this a big deal? So one of – so there's a couple – to me, there's a couple things happening here. Um, and you can't divorce this from the concept of communion, yeah. right? From the concept of, you know, uh, you know, the wine being the blood of Christ and the bread being the body of Christ. Mm-hmm. And there is also this idea of his first miracle is something that brings people together, right? Mm-hmm. That this is – an inherently communal miracle and to a certain way of thinking, oh, it's such a small thing. All he did was make wine. But what he did was deeply enhance the life of this community, right? Mm -hmm. Um, At this important, not just event, a a wedding, even in modern day, isn't really just for the couple, right? It's for the whole community, right? He saved them from embarrassment. He saved them from embarrassment. He made the party better. He brought people together. Um, and so I think there is some of this is, you know, it, it's on the third day. There's an element of wine, right? So th- th- there's like resurrection communion stuff happening here. Mm-hmm. And, and, and you like John certainly writing last at this point, communion is by the time John's writing communion is well established as a, as a, as a sacred, you know, as a sacrament of the church. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so John has the, uh, you know, option of hindsight of going, of connecting those dots. And I think does a, does a fine job of doing that. But I also, again, building on this idea of communion, communion isn't just, it's called communion, right? Yeah. It's communal. Um, <laughs> there's a line even in the Methodist liturgy that is one with God, one with each other, and one in ministry to all the world. And we see something like that happening here at the wedding at Cana. What Jesus has done at, is you know, saved hosts from embarrassment, but also brought a community together um, and added to the joy of a community. And I want to add to that because it also shows that Jesus is concerned about every aspect of your life, even when it comes down to bringing wine back into the party so the party won't stop. I even got for Christmas a wine glass that has written, Jesus told me to drink wine on the back of it and say it used to be water. (laughs) (laughs) To be fair, all wine starts out life as part water, right? You know, uh, just didn't have the hyper speed aspect that uh, is going on here. Yeah. And um, I think another interesting thing here, um, we talk about the foundation of Christianity being about relationship. Yes. And uh, that fellowship with God, that, uh, you know, koinonia. Uh, And so that's what's going on. His first miracle here is all about fellowship and relationship in this uh, 
big time community party and gathering. It isn't the uh, you know raising someone from dead right off the bat. No, his basic first one is all about community and fellowship, which I think speaks to what the basic of this whole relationship with him is supposed to be. I also think there's an aspect of like, let's open with something happy, right? Right. John, John's gospel. One of the things that John's gospel does so well is it gives the most detailed account of Jesus, uh, the passion, right? Uh, yeah. Of the, of this, you know, the events leading to Jesus death. It is, when we do our uh, Good Friday service most years, the script we're using is John chapter 18 and John chapter 19. Uh, and so if you jump in at the wrong point of John's gospel, this is also, you know, where Jesus weeps, right? Mm-hmm. Is in John, right? Yep. Uh, John's heavy, right? It's got, uh, it ha- material-wise, it has a similar amount of material to Matthew and Luke, but it's, it's heavy. Uh, and so here we get this moment of, it's not just, it is about community. And it's about community experiencing joy. Yeah. Right. And so this is, I, I think, also an opportunity to not take the joy out of church. Right. Mm-hmm. Not to take the joy out of community. Um, and, you know, the, 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 the whatever in me goes, yeah, and they're drinking. Huh. Weird. Where? Where did that come from? Yeah. You know, our, our uh, you know, in I Methodist churches or Methodism, strange flirt with the temperance movement and, and modern evangelical right. Christianity's discomfort with alcohol. Yeah. Or, um, or the like, anything that makes you feel good can't be from God. And I'm like, this is like, Did here is a story the story of, read that like, I'm far be it from me to quote the Bible on anybody, but this seems to be, and I know this is radical thought, it's literally in the Bible, um, not to be biblically literal, but like, he literally makes the party better. He yeah. literally makes people feel happier. Yeah. Um, yeah, he, he 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 breaks out the wine and everybody's got the CD playing Marvin Gaye yeah, down yeah, 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 line uh-huh, dancing yeah, yeah, they're having a good time, started. man. Yeah. And, and I think it's also interesting to note that uh you know that that comment of most people bring the best out front. Right. So that once everyone's kind of I can't drunk, confirm they can't, I can't yeah. confirm fraternity parties work in a similar fashion. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Because then you don't notice the right gut when it comes out later. No, I'm sure they'd ever yeah. notice. But anyways, like, continue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but here you have him pointing out. Wait, this is this is the best. Yes. And and it's good how, wine. Yeah. This is good wine. Yeah. And, and so, the, this there's so many things that preach off of that. God's talking about the first being last, and yeah. and just the how God's anointing and pouring out is always getting better and better that the latter rain will be great. There's so many things that's just hit there of how what he brings at the end, as much as what we receive here on earth is always getting better, what we get further down the road in the hereafter is going to be even more good wine. And it's okay to have a good time because yes. a lot of people right? want to have Jesus stone faces. Oh, man. You know? Hey, Jesus was invited to the party. People wanted him there. Right. And... Oh my gosh, he wasn't the sourpuss that downed the party. Look at everybody. They're, oh, they're drinking. Uh-huh. in the name of me? What's going on? <laughs> I walked on water. I think I can walk to the door. Okay. Gather around, gather around. I have something to say to you. You're all evil. There is no hope. That is all. Thank you. Yeah. Right, that's not what happened. Yeah, no. But that's what a lot of people think of as Christians. It's like, oh, we can't invite him. He's such a... But yet we see that Jesus was a fun guy. He was... 
not breaking rules. He wasn't like saying, oh, it's okay to sin. He constantly pointed that out to people. Mm -hmm. Yet these people who were in those places enjoyed being around him. So he was giving love, not finger pointing well, and but I think it, like I think it is like let's sin is important we talk a lot about sin yeah. and we should right and I don't think we should ever shy away or, or create a, a Christianity that is devoid of a concept of sin I think then what did Christ die for right yeah uh, uh, unhinges the entire thing but don't create sins where there aren't one uh-huh right yeah. that there are enough things there are enough things that are <laughs> sins we can goof up on enough things right don't make all fun sin. Right, do not equate fun, joy, and joy in a community. I bet they were even playing secular music. I don't I don't mean to be whatever, but I am reasonably willing to bet they're playing secular See, music. See, we have this running joke with, yeah. between me and my aunt about this story because we're saying the party is jumping, they got Zap playing in the background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Shorty sudden, got low. Yeah, yeah, Shorty <laughs> got low, and then Mary comes up and goes, they ain't got no wine. Then the, the music stops. He's like, Okay, hold and on. Jesus looks at her and goes, and Jesus looks at her and goes, what, what, what is, how is that my problem? This is not my party, mom. So when the when they get the wine made and they take it to the head man and he sips it, he goes, mm, this is the best stuff ever. Spin that music. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. And it is, we, I, okay. So there's a line in Star Wars, fear leads to anger, anger leads to hate, hate leads to suffering. Just get right? this party started. Yeah. <laughs> like, I understand that we we kind of we, we get into this mode of wanting anything it's probably fine um and <laughs> what y'all can't see is the confidence monitor turned out turned off i think it's because no one's moved the mouse because the mouse is 15 <laughs> feet that way um, we'll find out here in a minute um but we i i understand that like we are so afraid of temptation that then we never want to go enter into spaces that are tempting yeah. and take all of the temptation out of life. But that goes back to something we've talked about a lot. How do you reach normal people if you yourself are so abnormal mm-hmm. or are or so out of place, right? I guess we should be abnormal, right? In the world, but not of the world. Uh-huh. But are you in really in the world? If you are standing in this party, the Marvin Gaye is going, everyone's bumping, not in sinful ways, just having a good time, right? You know, um, the, the the conga line's going, someone's playing limbo, everyone, <laughs> grandpa's blowing on his back, right? You know, uh, grandma's going wild because she's having a great, right? Like, there's a difference between fun and sin. And if we can't, be in places where normal people are having fun, then we are. Then we're only ever going to reach like the children of faithful people. Uh, we, you, this is. I, I guess part of what I also see is this is Jesus being relevant to his time, mm-hmm. right? Being this is this is Paul going to the agora. Um, this is a Jesus version of Paul going to the Agora. Uh, the Agora is where Greco-Roman life happened, uh, where uh, Jewish life happened in the first century in small town Galilee was weddings, as is true in small town Texas. <laughs> you know, it's you know, Eeyore Christians don't have a lot of people lined up going, you know, I really want to be like them. Right. And, so, and it, so that, I mean, the joy of the Lord is not with a sourpuss look on the face. I mean, there has to be some fun involved in there. Well, it says eat, drink, and be merry. It does. It has a have a good time in the Lord. I mean, if you drink too much, it becomes a problem. Uh-huh. 
But it'd be as is everything right. in excess, yeah, yeah. Oxygen in excess can kill you. Exactly. Water in excess can kill you. Yeah. Food in excess can definitely kill you. Uh-huh. Right? Like you know, I look. I alcohol is dangerous. Um. So are chainsaws. So is the internet. So is money. So are Twinkies. Wow. All so of is that. the internet most definitely. So very like all of these things. Yeah are, you know, wonderful. I nearly broke many things with lumber today. But, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like this large, unwieldy. I was the one who mostly almost broke windows. It was almost broke windows. Everything's fine. The new building is making progress. <laughs> but like, And it, still has all its windows. It still has yes. all its windows at the moment. But it is... They're very. This is community coming together. This is joy. This is being connected to being connected to the world even as you stand apart from like jesus does a miracle there are admonitions against drunkenness there are admonitions against a lot of things but it is not as with a lot of things it is not this is always a sin and this is never a sin yeah right then this this is some great bonhoeffer ethics stuff um but so bonhoeffer talks about lying he didn't really talk about drinking he talks about lying so we had to lie a lot to help kill hitler Right, he participates um, in the plot where they um, put the bomb in the room where Hitler is, and only because of the geometry of the table, as MythBusters later figured out, is why Hitler ended up living. Um, Bonhoeffer had to lie a lot to be a part of that plot, and part of what he writes about in Ethics is that even lying is not always a black or white thing. Mm-hmm. Because what if you are lying to help bring down Hitler? Hitler, who is this horrendous evil, right? Um, this is the joyous version of that, right? Some drinking, good. A lot of drinking, bad. Some chainsaw, good. A lot of chainsaw, most likely bad. bad. Chainsaw while you've been drinking, even worse. Yeah, 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 yeah. Start calling you Stumpy. Uh-huh. <laughs> or someone near you will get called Stumpy. <laughs> or called dead. <laughs> or called dead. <laughs> And that is probably as good a place as any uh, to bring this one in for a landing. Thank you so much uh, for joining us. Um, With a little bit of luck, um, Lord willing, we will be back uh, next week at our normal time, Um, if you, uh, which is 6 p.m. on Mondays. Um, If you have feedback for this show, uh, you can leave a comment here on our Facebook page. Um, You can post on YouTube. Uh, You can um, on our YouTube channel. You can. Email me, uh, gracechurchpalestine at gmail.com. You can post a comment on our website, palestinegrace.com slash videos. If you need an audio-only version of this show, which often has uh, bonus content at the end uh, that you don't necessarily get on the Facebook feed, uh, just search Scripture Talk and your podcatcher of choice. And again, Lord willing, the quick don't rise. We'll be back next week, Monday at 6 p.m. So go in peace to love and serve the Lord. And fear not, stay well. God is with us. Let me go to the music queue. There we go! Yay! I think you have a duck on your shoulder, man. Oh my goodness! Stay healthy, my friends. Tip your waitresses. Stay on target.
And we're clear. <laughs> Should have said, stay hydrated, my friends. <laughs> stay thirsty, my friends. Stay thirsty, stay thirsty. <laughs> Yeah. It's red solo cup. <laughs> Do y'all have the angel duck around here, too? Yeah. <laughs> no. 